gosh, dog. Man, it is 8.24 a.m. <laughs> I'm laughing, but if you had done that to me, I would have been like, I am never listening to this again. <laughs> it won't. It doesn't come out so hot. We get my. Uh, you can have, dip. You yeah. can dip the audio. Well, not even that. I got the whole, you know, uh, playing under right. me, so it kind of pulls my the punch intro. a little. It was bit. just a shock for us. Yeah, it was mainly for the uh, the in person listeners. <laughs> yeah, I can't hear on my left ear now. Yeah, oh our, man. Uh, all so right, here we are. We're back. Man, does it feel good? We're back, baby. January, uh, what day? Twenty <laughs> fifth. What a day to be alive and recording a podcast to put out to you in an hour. Uh, we record these every other Tuesday at seven a.m. You know what? You what's actually a miracle right now is that you can do anything on a schedule that involves multiple people. It's just like, okay, can you be there? I don't know. I was around this person. How are you feeling? Mm. It's just. That thing, you know? Yep. So, but here we are. It's working. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's working feeling <laughs> good. <laughs> you know what? I blame... Here's here's the truth. I have tested negative for COVID like 74 times. Yep. yep. But every time I get finished with a Metcon, I claim that I had it, and that's what's causing me to, <laughs> to <laughs> slow down. That's why I'm wheezing. That's why I'm last on Sugar Watt. <laughs> <laughs> it just sticks with you. I think it's that's the new that. fake excuse. Yeah, yeah, yeah smart. Spe- speaking of fake excuses... Uh, Goals. <laughs> that was pretty good, huh? Yeah, I was wondering like, where you're going with that one. The look you give me that people can't see, it's always very personal. Like, hey, you probably failed at this. Why don't you share that with the audience? Yeah. Let's talk about how many goals you failed last year. <laughs> In fact, I said off mic, I'm going to stop being so public with my, my personal goals because then people hold me accountable for them. I'm like, wait a minute. Yeah, that, that defeats the purpose. I don't yeah. want accountability. In fact, there was one year where Chase was like, hey, let's roll this back and see uh, see what you actually That's didn't do. Real strong mistake. <laughs> ben said, I'm never doing that again. I'm never doing that again. Yes, yeah, so we're talking about this, though, because it is it is the way yeah. to make progress. There, it is. There's no way to make progress accidentally. Well, that's not true. If you're consistent, you could accidentally make progress. But if you want to make the kind of progress that really gets you fired up about your level of fitness and the things that you can do inside and outside of the gym, it's going to take some intentionality. That's mm-hmm. uh, That's what goals actually are. That's true. And you got to make sure that uh, you can make progress, but you be making progress in areas that don't really matter to you. So we're going to kind of talk about that as well. Yeah, man, I'm excited to get to that part of the conversation about goal sabotage because there's so much stuff that flies around the fitness world, and then suddenly somebody's running, you know, a 90k or whatever, and yeah. you're pulled into that. And so, yeah, just it it takes a lot of focus. And the reason we loop back to this at the beginning, almost of each year is because it's just an optimal time to rethink why you're doing what you're doing and what you're chasing. So here we are just adding new layers of information to setting goals in your fitness life, picking Hunter's brain, because if there's anybody in our world, in Coyote CrossFit world, that sets goals, the guy that had goals in his video games as a preteen, here he is going to share some information with us about how he sets goals, things that we should um, use to motivate our goal setting. So it's going to be a good episode. I've never heard the term goal sabotage before. Oh, man. Let's uh, let's copyright that, will you, Chase? <laughs> Did you just invent that? I actually Sorry, I was Googling. I say a lot of things. <laughs> you, you said a 90K, and I started Googling longest distance races, and it, I'm there's, just, oh, like, sweating Googling. Yeah. <laughs> 100 miles. 
impossible. God, That's what the 800 at Coyote feels like. A <laughs> hundred miles. I've been running a hundred years. This is illegal. Oh, you're in the warm-up, yeah. Come on. Yeah. Get back from that 800 and the next class has already started. So Yeah. All right, back to the point. Goals. Right, so yeah, goals. Uh, so, yeah, first of the year is always a really good time to talk about setting goals because it's just kind of a natural um, you know, break in the calendar. We're coming off uh, some vacation time, end of the year, downtime maybe some self-evaluation and you can always start the new year all fresh, excited and, and looking forward to it. And it's just a natural uh, time in the year to kind of look and see what I want to do uh, over the next year or next five years, 10 years, whatever. So um, it's always good to kind of revisit uh, best practices for how to set goals. And this will be a two part series. And the first uh, today, we're going to talk about how to set goals and, you know, how to determine what might be the right goal for you and what might not be such a good goal for you. And then the second part is going to be, you know, tips and tools to help you um, achieve those goals and hopefully uh, have more um, success doing that because, um, I mean, every year at the first of the year, if you go to a regular, you know, global gym, as we call them, uh, the first couple of weeks is going to be full to the brim of people. And then by February, it's just kind of back to normal. And so, We've all been there, have set all these goals and all these lofty expectations for the year. And then by February or March, we're just kind of back to where we were. And well, maybe next year's my year, you know, that's, <laughs> that's always a joke. So, <laughs> Well, let's start here um, because there's a lot of history that crops up. I mean, we all have a history with fitness, whether we've pushed away from it or not. So many things influence this beginning part of the process. Let's start with how do you actually determine goals? And I mean, like, do you sit down with a sheet of paper? Do you sit down with a coach? Like... If someone's just starting from scratch and they're bringing all this history, what's the best first step? Yeah, I mean, everybody's going to be a little bit different, but I think always is good to have some self-reflection and determine really what what are you trying to do? Why, what What is motivating you to make this decision? Um, we, you know, typically when somebody comes to the gym for the first time, we ask them, you know, what, what are you here for? What do you, why do you want to check this place out? Why do you want to be a member? And most of the time, as people say something along the lines of, I'm, I had, I'm getting, kind of getting out of shape. My clothes aren't fitting as good anymore. I want to get fitter. You know, I need to start working out. And, you know, that's, those are all great reasons. Um, but it's always important to dig, you know, a couple levels deeper um, with that. And so asking the, the, the why question a couple more times, well, okay, so you're, you're you know, you, don't, you feel like you're out of shape. You, and you want to start working out, well, why is that important to you? And then you can kind of start peeling back some layers and determine, um, you know, a, a specific reason. And from time to time, somebody will come in and there'll be a, a trigger moment that they'll mention. And typically those people are going to be a lot more likely to stick with it because they have an emotional connection to that reason. For example, they say, uh, I was putting on some, you know, uh, a, a, my suit, for a wedding that I had more than a couple of years and it didn't fit anymore. And, um, that just made me feel, you know, embarrassed or whatever. I've really let myself go. Or, you know, I saw myself in this, in this picture and I, Oh man, I was hoping you're going to mention that. Yeah. That's I, the I saw one. myself in this picture and yeah. I was embarrassed or I, I don't want to take pictures anymore cause I don't like the way I look in them. And so if people can, you know, peel back a couple of layers and really make something, you know, that, that specific reason a little bit more personal, um, 
it's going to motivate them and help them stick with a lot more than some abstract. I just want to get fitter and they don't even have any idea what that looks like. So already what you're mentioning though, is a little bit, uh, pardon the term chase, but it's a little bit outside the box thinking here Yeah, because oh, most people, when they start setting goals and I've been in this category as well, it's like, all right, I'm going to sit down in my living room, in my chair. I'm going to, I'm going to put a note on my phone. I'm going to set these goals. What you're already implying is one of the best ways to determine your goals is actually have a conversation with someone yeah. who has experience setting goals and knows those second and third layer questions. Or people are sitting down and writing goals just because they feel like they should or they're supposed to because it's the first of the year. Um, and I think, you know, if you do that and you're doing it just because you feel like you're supposed to, uh, you're probably not going to achieve any of those. It's got to be a little bit more personal. There's got to be a reason why um, – you want to do something and uh, like a, a deep emotional attachment to that. So that would be the first step is determining where, wh- what's, what's the pain point for me and, and what, it, what do I actually want to achieve? Um, and w- if, if we're talking about health and fitness, um, it's starting with, okay, I feel like I've let myself go. I'm a little out of shape. I'm, I'm not happy with where I'm at uh, physically. I want to um, get in better shape. And so then Let's start peeling, like I said, ask yourself why a couple a couple times or sit down with a coach or somebody who can ask you why and have a conversation about it and really peel down to where what you really want to get out of it. So then maybe you peel back a couple layers and it's like, well, I want to be able to, you know, be uh, fit enough to play with my kids outside or I want to live longer. I want to be healthier. I want to have a higher quality of life. And then we can really start to determine, okay, this is the real reason that you want to, um, you know, get, you know, lose weight, get healthy, all that type of stuff. And then we can, we can start setting some, um, actual parameters and guidelines and, and, and breaking it down into something that's measurable and attainable so that we can, uh, start making progress and measuring that progress towards that goal key point there i think it's something that's maybe the bridge between the first phase of this and the second phase and you you said this so i want to call attention to it that pain point Mm -hmm. that's difficult to face it's difficult to be honest about Mm -hmm. the mistake that i see a lot of people make is they're not willing to be honest about that pain point and that carries over into the types of goals that they're setting maybe they're measurable but they're just outrageous um yeah because it's an emotional response to i really don't want to face what the actual pain point Mm -hmm. is here and that's that I have three bottles of medication on my counter by the coffee. That's the pain point. Um, but I don't really want to think about that too much. I'd rather just overcorrect yeah. and make sure that I'm there ex- doing extra work all the time. It just leads to some bad stuff. It's better to slow down and say, okay, let me be honest about what this actual pain point is. Then I can be honest with the people around me about it, and we can set some good goals. It's here. really hard for people to put that out there and say something like, I, I'm embarrassed when I saw myself in this picture. Not many people are willing to say that. But the people that are willing to say it are the ones that are, are going to most likely do the work and make the progress to get to that point. Just the fact that they're willing to put it out there and, and have a conversation with a coach that's um, going to help them. Uh, be accountable to that is going to make them much more likely to actually achieve it than, like you said, um, maybe they are see themselves in a picture and not happy with how they look. And so they're like, well, I'm going to set a goal to run 100 miles. Okay, well, that's that's not really going to – I mean, that if you can run 100 miles, yeah, you're probably it's probably going to help you, you know, look leaner in a picture. But that's not the real reason. And, you know, being able to run 100 miles is, is it's going to take a lot of a lot of grueling work. 
And um, if you're not really, if you really, if that's not the ultimate reason that you want to do it, if that's just the the cause, you know, and and not the actual. I mean, you know, I mean, not just the symptom and not the actual cause of why you want to get fitter. It's you're going to when it starts getting hard, you're just going to give up on it because it's not the real reason that you that you want to to do something. You really want to do it because you want to look better in the picture. And the, the running the 100 miles is just something that you think is going to make you look better in the picture. But that's not the actual thing that's going to make you, you know, motivate you and, and get you feeling better about yourself. So week 13 of training, I would be like, you know what? I just won't look at pictures. Well, most people, yeah, <laughs> most people won't even make it that far. You know, <laughs> like that'd be it. So, so if you're that, you know, if you're that person, and we're all that person, we all have areas in our lives that we want to want to um, improve. Um, the first step would be having a um, a conversation with somebody um, that you trust that can ask some tough questions for you that you can be honest with, and or you know have that conversation with yourself. Maybe sit down with a piece of paper and a pen and get some quiet time and really start thinking about what areas of your life um, you want to improve on. And it can be very general. Um, And then once you kind of figure out the generals, generals, then we can kind of create specific goals and we'll kind of walk you through that process here. Um, But another great way to do it is to find somebody that can have that conversation with you and break those general abstract things that you want to do into tangible, measurable um, goals and steps that can help you get there. It's what's so awesome about just the atmospheric uh, mission that's going on at Cody and has been happening for years now is that you're running into our philosophy for fitness in that we want people to get into the shape of their life at their own pace in a supportive community. All of those things play into determining your personal goals, and you're going to get that that kind of support around you to make sure that these can be the things that you've already talked about, that they're measurable and they're also sustainable. Mm-hmm. Because we what we do know even at the start of the process is you've got to visualize playing out these goals over the course of a longer period of time. We've talked about that a lot on this podcast, but even if you're looking at the start of the year and I want this to happen by December 31st of this year, well, you have to think through that and mentally take yourself to what's this going to be like in June? Mm -hmm. You know, is this something that by June I'm just going to be exhausted? I'm going to want to quit. It's too much. I'm going to put myself at risk for injury if I'm focusing on just this one thing. And a lot of times those, those things are hard to determine on your own. Yeah. (laughs) You got to pull somebody else into that to get that figured out and I think here's another part of it you have to be willing to humble yourself and say you know what I've, I've probably never set really great goals but there are people around me that have mm-hmm. you know? I'm going to start looking for some really consistent pretty fit people and I'm going to start asking them questions yeah you'd be amazed how much that can refine down the beginning part of this process yeah so yeah that's really good most people will probably yeah if you look around at at the people that are, you know, you feel are fitter than you or fit their fitness levels where you want to be, a good place to start would, would be ask them, you know, what got you started on this journey? And I guarantee mm. you most of them are going to be able to point to a specific moment in time where um, maybe they were at a competition and they were just so, mot- you know, so inspired by it. They're like, I want to be able to do that. And that's just driven them to this point where they want to compete or maybe they were – looked at a picture of themselves and were not happy with what they look and say, I'm never going to let myself get to this point again. And there's a lot of people that are in that boat. And it's, it's always fun to look at pictures from the gym four, five, six, seven, eight years ago 
and see some of the people that are still members now and what they look like back then. They look like completely different people. And it's just so, it's so cool to see that. And, and you can, if you look around you and see people who have been coming for a really long time, who you look up to and, um, make, are making, you know, seem like they're, they're got fitness, um, figured out. You can always ask them and I promise you they haven't always been that way and kind of, kind of ask them, um, what helped them get there. So, uh, let's break down, you know, just kind of the goals um, and, and, the, and the process for that. So say um, you're a person and you're not happy with your current fitness level. And we'll just use fitness as an example, but you can use this in any area of your life. Um, and you say, okay, well, I am not happy with where I'm at. Then that's going to take some self-evaluation um, to determine what specifically um, are you not happy with about it. Are you not happy because you don't feel like you're strong enough. You feel like you can't lift as much weight as you wish you could, or you are wish you looked leaner or weighed less, or maybe you went to the doctor and they said you got to, you know, your, your blood works bad. You need to lower blood pressure, you know, all that type of stuff. You know, everybody's in a different place, but you have to determine what specifically um, you want to improve with your health and fitness because there's a million and one ways you can, you can look at it. Um, so let's say you're the person that, um, just wants to get stronger. You're like, I've always been the weak person. I've never been able to pick up a whole lot of weight. I feel self-conscious when it comes, when, if my friends ask me to, to help them move or whatever the case may be, because I don't feel like I can carry my weight. Um, all right, well, let's start there. And then, we can start saying, okay, well, let's determine what is going to be a specific goal for you that we can set for this year that if you achieve it, you will be stronger. And like I said, you can have this conversation uh, with somebody else or you can have it for yourself. So, you know, if this person says, you know, these are, these are my numbers or whatever. Um, okay, well, let's, let's say, let's pick one specific measure that if you hit this by the end of the year, you will consider yourself stronger. And, you know, that can be different for anybody, but we'll say it's back squat. Say if I could back squat, four hundred. if you're a guy, 400 pounds, I will feel like I've achieved a ton of progress and say, you know, they're, you know, they're 250 or whatever the case may be. You know, that's, that's great. That's, we're taking a feeling of feeling um, not strong enough, feeling self-conscious about not being able to, you know, you know, not being strong as everybody else, not being able to do a certain thing and breaking it down into something that's specific and measurable. Um, and we can put that on a sheet of paper and that's going to, if they hit that number, um, they're going to feel stronger about themselves. And you can do that with any other area. You can do it with weight loss, um, or, you know, health or whatever. So like if it's weight loss, I like to use the in-body scanner and let's look at the body fat number and say you're at currently at 35% body fat. And then we can kind of determine, well, if you get to this body fat percent, will you feel better about yourself? You know, or is that going to correlate to you feeling like you've made progress and maybe it can be 25% or whatever, but you got to kind of break it down into determine what specifically what area do you want to focus on and what area is going to help you um, feel better about that pain point? Does that make sense? Yeah. So you're going all the way to end state. And then based on conversations we've had, you back up that end state and you Mm -hmm. chop it up to where at different points during this, if it's an annual goal at different points throughout the year, you can say, all right, I'm, I'm in month two of this. 
I'm going to do an in-body stand. We can break we can break that down, yeah, um, and break it down into smaller pieces. But ultimately, we start with the big picture. What area do you feel like you need to improve on? What area are you most unhappy with in your health and fitness? Okay, and then now let's determine a specific goal that's going to help you um, improve in that specific area, in that in that general area. So if it's weight loss, um, it could be body fat percent. It could be a certain weight on the on the scale if it's um strength like i said it can be a specific number on a specific lift um it, you know there's a you know if it's feeling like uh if you're trying to be a competitor and you want to compete better maybe there's one specific workout that you just is your nemesis and you just can't you know can't you always get crushed on this style workout well we can set a specific goal for that um specific workout but those are kind of like the symptoms um, you know, and that's, that are going to help you, you know, with the ultimate cause of, of feeling better about in that specific area. And then we can kind of break that down. So say you want to add, you know, a hundred pounds to your back squat this year. Um, then we can kind of break that down and, and into quarters and then also months and we can test, you know, quarterly or monthly and make sure we're making progress in that specific area on your body fat or on your, on your weight loss or, or, or on your, um, on your strength improvement or whatever, we can test workouts over a specific period of time as well. I've always wanted to ask you this question. I'm just kind of throwing this on you without any prep, but do you feel like that when people are setting goals, athletes are setting goals that they're, they're either way too broad, like there's, there's too many of them or it's way too specific. Like, uh, Hey, I want to get my friend to two minutes and 14 seconds. And then the whole year becomes about that. Or it's like, it just feels like in my, um, journey personally, I've made both of those mistakes. I don't think, um, I think the general, the mistake of being too general and too many is far more common because I think most people will set a goal, but they're setting it to, to just to check the box if I've set a goal um, because I know I need to, as opposed to doing the work because it's it's a lot of hard work actually digging down and determining what what really you want to get out of it and where you want to get to. And so you know people end up writing. 20 things down on a piece of paper and I've made that mistake Guilty. before. Yeah. yeah. And then you look up at the end of the year and you haven't done any of them. Um, I would, I'm much prefer somebody set one specific goal and because you're going to be a lot more likely to achieve it, but you also have to put a plan in place to, to get that as well. But yeah, like say it, if it's specific as I want to have a two fifteen Fran, well, let's have a little discussion about that. Is that what you really want, or do you want to look better? You do you want to fit in your pants better? You know, like <laughs> are you just like crossfitting up this? Yeah, goal? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Are you just saying that because you think it's going to make you look like you want to look, or is it really do you want to look better? And then the Fran is just you know what you think is going to get you there, which you might get a two fifteen Fran and still not be happy with how you fit in your pants. You know, so mm-hmm. does that make sense? It's sure. It's, it, but if it's re- if we can really peel back the layers and determine this is exactly what you want and this is very specific, then you're probably you're going to be much more likely to achieve it if it's if it's that specific because we've kind of done the work to get to that point. But if you're just throwing some arbitrary number out there because you think that's that's what you're that's going to get you to where you want to be. Um, it might not have any correlation to where you actually want to be deep down. Yeah, and I, I know this uh, This may take me a second to spit out, but I think the, the way that it's worked best for me in my life is I take things that are bothering me outside of fitness 
and I decide I'm going to bring this into fitness and win at a micro level. So for me, uh, this past year, we've talked about this some, but I, I realized, man, I'm just not a very consistent person over a long period of time. And that had nothing to do with the gym. It was other things going on in my life. And I thought, how can I get practice in a safe place to build this muscle of being more consistent? Well, mm-hmm. this is an easy thing. All I have to do is drive to the gym five days a week. Yeah. Boom. Just like narrow that down and then all the things that happen within that. And what we know is that if you just participate in our ecosystem with the things that we're challenging you to do, no matter what your goal is, you're most likely going to get closer to hitting it. Yeah. You know? So you've already got that pad there of, all right, be consistent, get enough rest, limit the alcohol, make sure you can take your protein. All those things, those are going to get you even just generically towards whatever your specific goal is. Mm-hmm. So going after those things first and then adding that layer on top of it, like, yeah, I really do. I'm going to an all-inclusive in July, and I want to be able to walk around on the beach with my shirt off mm-hmm. and be proud of myself. All right, all right, well, let's let's make sure that we're getting you there. Yeah, you know? and then at that point, we can really start dialing in, well, what would that actually look like? Okay, um, I want to be at this body fat percent, and I want to be able to lift it X amount of weight. Um, and then we can we can both agree that if if you're at ten percent body fat and you can we can all dream and and, and you can <laughs> you can bench press two hundred fifty pounds, you're probably going to look pretty good with your shirt off, and you're like, yeah, I think I would. And so, all right, well let let's set those two goals. Let's make that our main focus for the next six months, and let's put a plan in place to do that. But you got to determine the feeling. Even most people are kind of chasing this feeling that they're not happy with, and they're they want this other feeling, but they don't really know what's going to give them that feeling. And 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 so that's kind of how you have to determine what, what how you're going to actually get to that specific feeling. But if you just start throwing stuff at the wall and think it's going to make you feel a certain way if you hit this certain number, um, it's not the case. I mean, how many people? I mean, people talk about this all the time of the uh, depression after you know running a marathon or whatever because they've been working hard to reach this goal and they finally complete it and then they realize you know deep down that that's not really what what was motivating them to do that it was something mm-hmm. else um then they got to go and chase this next high on the, this next one and this next one but if you can dig deep down and then determine what it what feeling you're actually chasing what's actually going to make you feel better about it then we can really start making some progress and and start um determining that i love it so just kind of summary before we move on to the to the next segment a lot of this is internal work, discovering that why, peeling back the layers, and having that conversation to set yourself up for success. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Um, you know, sitting down and being honest with yourself, creating some space, turning off your phone, turning off your TV, and sitting down with an hour with, your, with yourself and your thoughts um, and a pen and a piece of paper, can it can really change your life if you really do it. And I've talked about that before, and I've done that before in the past, and it looking back on the goals that I wrote down in, in that session and in sessions like that in a certain period of, of my life, um, it's, it's amazing how many of them I achieved and how many of them I achieved faster than I thought. Um, but it took a point of me saying, I'm not happy with where I am um, and I'm not sure um, where I want to get to, but I know it's somewhere that's not here. And then I got to, that's when you got to do the work of, all right, well, where exactly do you want to get to and what's going to help and and what's, what specifically is going to help you, you know, get to that point. And then we can start, you know, setting goals that are going to help us get there. But you got to do that in every area of your life and say, if I'm not happy with this 
specific fitness level that I'm at. I'm not happy with my body right now. I'm not happy with my health level right now. But, and I, I don't know specifically what that is, but I want to get better. Then that's when you got to really dig down and, and determine, okay, what, what's going to, how, how am I going to know if I'm getting, if I'm getting there and how I'm going to, you know, make progress in that area. And then that's how you start setting goals. You, you work back from the big picture to the setting goals that's going to help you get there. And then the, in the next part, we'll talk about, you know, once you set these goals, um, we can, we can start setting some, some, uh, guidelines and stuff in place that are going to help you, you know, achieve them, be much more likely to get there. Awesome. Excited to see where this is going to take some people this year. Yeah, absolutely. Hot yeah. dog. Hot dog. Speaking of goals, Chase, yeah. you have a few. Field goals. <laughs> <laughs> Man. Oh, it's that time of year, isn't it? But we should do this first. Outside the box. Yeah, our yeah. annual tradition, uh, you know, operating with, well, two-thirds of us operating with Below average knowledge on uh, <laughs> this topic, and one of us holding All things it down. NFL, yep. Yeah. But, you know, you and I are pretty adept at our Googling game. Oh, yeah. Uh, and right. I know who Tom Brady is. Yeah. <laughs> so That's uh, all you need to know these days. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> although Hunter informed me that it may just be one more year. We'll see what happens. Mm, yeah, maybe uh, two. He's never talked like that before. Yeah. So that's the is, interesting he thing. He is talking info. about the end. Wow, man. Speaking and, of end. And, and we do want to give a prop to uh, 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 Ben on his uh, prediction last year. Didn't you get it right, Ben? I mean, probably. Yeah. <laughs> Odds are. Pick, pick Tom Brady. <laughs> yeah, I remember I doubled down, like, how do you bet against Brady? And look, full disclosure, that's the path I'm going to take this year. <laughs> yeah. How yeah. do you bet against Tom Brady? Please. I mean, you know what? We're coming off this Alabama thing where everybody was saying yeah, that with George, yeah, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. This is NFL's Tom Brady. Get out of my face. That's fair. I'm going to stick with my usual tradition that most people probably forget. Hunter may remember it whenever the I start talking about it. No. Hut, oh, hush. Okay, okay. All yeah. right, so we should probably clarify what we're doing. Yeah. Obviously, we're talking about NFL playoffs. Um, so as of recording this, we have not had the divisional rounds yet. That's right. Only the wild card round. Correct. So we're uh, this is... And when this finals. comes out, they will already have had the divisional round, so we might we're we're really put really ourselves stupid. out there. <laughs> yep, yep. Uh, wait for next episode where we're even further behind on what we're talking about. <laughs> uh, anyway, do, we don't, I don't think we need to predict every game, uh, although I tend to do it just so I can uh, elongate my answer so that I sound smarter. Mm-hmm. Um, so I feel like... I should probably go first because that usually tends to be the case when it comes to outside the box, and it's, you know, quote-unquote my segment. It is your segment. Yeah, yeah. Come on. So I have thought about it. Yep. So I'm going to pull off the uh, pull up the bracket and walk through it that way so Ben has time to figure out what he wants, who he wants Tom Brady to play. That, that reminds me from uh, Home Alone 2 at the end when uh, Buzz is like, Kevin, we wouldn't be here if it wasn't for you, and so I think it's only right that you open the first present. And then I'll go, and then, <laughs> that, that, and so on and so forth. <laughs> Man, look at that. But, hey, I miss Christmas. Yeah. <laughs> R.I.P. I don't know. All right. First up, we got the Bills and the Chiefs, and then the Bengals and the Titans. All right. I've, similar to the Bills, I'm on a four-year streak of being let down by the Bills, all right? But not this time. We're going to break it this year. Yeah, dadgummit. Pat Mahomes is good, right? We can all agree on that. He's Let's the, hope. He's the Christian fanboy we all needed in the NFL, there all you right? Go. But, man, Josh Allen coming through 
just like, I don't know. I was about to say something inappropriate. He's going to come through like the hero we deserve. To this take just down in, King. Chase got a filter. Yeah, <laughs> crazy. When it's not your podcast, you tend to kind of lock it there down. There you go. Uh, I think the Bills are going to pull it off against the Chiefs. And in a shocking, shocking turn of events, I think the Bengals are going to pull it off against the Titans. Okay. Also, oh my gosh, really? I know, crazy. To be fair, kind of a snooze of a game over Let's there. Let's not so pay we're attention gonna... to the win-loss record for the year. Let's just pick someone. Exactly. That... Okay. I like the color orange. <laughs> <laughs> Flipping to the other side in the uh, Super Bowl that we're not going to get, mm. uh, it's the Rams and the Bucks. all right? Okay. If you do it, I'm leaving. Well, pack your bags, friend, because... <laughs> Dead gummit, do the Rams look good? I don't know much about this year, but I have been able to pay attention to exactly how good the Rams have looked, uh, you know, in the era of not foals. Um, and man, are they pulling it off? They look really good. Uh, good enough, I say, to go to Tampa Bay and beat the Bucks in their own home. Uh, they've already played once this year. They played in L.A., so a little bit of a you know a little bit of a variable there where the Rams won earlier, but I think they're going to pull it off and go into Tampa and beat Brady in his own home. Speaking of their own home, we got San Francisco playing Aaron Rodgers and company. Mm-hmm. All right, not even a competition. Packers all the way, baby. There's a company I'd work for, Aaron Rodgers and company. Yeah. Also, it is a stout competition because the Packers aren't that good. But you know what? It's Jimmy Garoppolo and it's Aaron Rodgers, so I'm going to pick Aaron Rodgers. Is that okay, Hunter? Yeah. So you're you switching. Lo- you, you just completely reversed your logic for the Packers that you had for the Bucks. So well, the Rams are actually a good team. Okay. Um, all right. Sticking on that side of the bracket, we have the Packers playing the Rams. Not even going to talk about it long. Rams are going through. All right. Other side of the bracket, Bills and the Bengals. All right. Once again. Not a competition because the Bills are the best in the league. They're going to smack them like 42 to, I don't know, 16. It's going to be crazy, all right? It's going to be them versus the Patriots round two, all right? Now, we have the Bills and the Rams in Super Bowl 56, all right? Mm-hmm. One for the ages. Uh, not a couple of teams that are going to attract the uh, the high viewer numbers that you would expect Tom Brady to pull in or something like that. But you know what? That's okay because we're here for football, not for names and celebrity athletes. Right, Ben? Yeah, always my strategy. Speaking of celebrity (laughs) athletes. Here for the football. (laughs) Never doubt Josh Allen when he's in the postseason. I don't know that it's even happened before. Uh, I think it has. That's an interesting thing. I should have looked that up. What, that? Has Josh Allen played in the postseason? Yeah. But yeah, never last this year. far. Did yeah, he? last year. Oh, yeah, that's right. Sorry. My mistake, because I picked them last year. What an <laughs> idiot. <laughs> Bills versus the Rams, a classic Super Bowl, all right? Maybe not in the current era we're in, but if you look back, I don't know, 20, 25 years ago, these names aren't that shocking, right? Bills versus the Rams, I'm calling it 35-21 Bills. Ship it. Bills are going to be one and four in the Super Bowl. That's crazy specific. Hot dog. Who's playing the halftime show? Couldn't tell you. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Does anybody watch that anymore? It depends on who it is. If it's, if it's the Foo Fighters, you know, air guitaring, I'll watch mm. it. Okay. Let me. I'll do this much quicker. We'll go to the Google I'll, machine on that one while yeah, you're going. I think I represent probably, I don't know, maybe a smaller percentage of people that, I don't know. I, I look at it for the entertainment value. I don't know a lot of like 
about the rosters and all that kind of stuff. I watch it if it's on, but I do tune into the Super Bowl every year. And Correct. because of that reason, I've seen a lot of Tom Brady over the years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, More yeah. More than yeah. any other player, probably. Mm-hmm. I also love the story of, and this is from a distance, right? I don't know how everything went down with the Patriots, but I love the fact that he was like, yep. Gonna leave the team. Okay, fine. I'll go over to this other team. We're gonna be world champions the second I walk into the locker room. Yeah, it's crazy how that happens. Yeah. So what I'm hoping is that he gets out of this level of quarterback, which it's interesting to put Brady in a category like this, but was it a fluke? Right? Like did it just magically happen? I'd like to see it happen again. Mm-hmm. That way he can ride off into the sunset, like, yes, I'm just that bad news yeah I, I can i can make this happen a yeah. real bear that's that's how he would say it i'm just that bad news all right so we're gonna we're gonna take the box the way they have to get there is the way they have to get there so then that takes us over to the AFC. <laughs> the way they have to get not whoever's in my way whoever's in my way i mean I'm, I'm literally looking at what you were looking at to make your prediction oh no i pulled up something better I <laughs> the, the set me option. up to fail yeah, yeah all right yeah so I'm, I'm gonna take the bucks so then you get to afc i'm like looking at these teams and i'm kind of with you like hey what mascot do i like the most yeah <laughs> um but i feel like it would be cool to see the chiefs get there because then you've got this qb thing happening but you want to watch tom brady beat pat mahomes again yeah, it makes for a really interesting Super Bowl to me when you've got a real gun, two real gunslingers in the backfield. And you're picking Pat Mahomes over Josh Allen? Well, yeah. The Northeast I mean, a little, savior? A little bit because of familiarity, but um, I, I don't know. I just think it would be good to watch, you know? And yeah. I'm, I'm in for that. I'm in for the cheese dip with sausage, okay, and to see some QBs duke it out mm. on Super Bowl Sunday. Yeah. Mm. Cheese dip and, and who, sausage. And who, yeah. and who wins? Gotta love it. Yeah. Who wins? Yeah. Oh, we already know who's he picking. I mean, this was the understood you in this whole prediction. Oh, sorry. Yes, Tom Brady wins. When does here's when I'm going to start predicting that Tom Brady is not going to win the Super Bowl. When he retires. When he retires, <laughs> or or he loses in recent history. Are That's, you and Tom Brady the same age? I think he's one year older. Mm. How old is Brady? Forty. Forty-four. Yeah, about a year older. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Does that make sense based on my athletic performance and his that we would be about the same age? Got to stick together. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. Both in the best We're shape of their lives. We're essentially the same person. I just made different life Chase, choices. Chase, how old are you? How old am I? 27. So he's – you're about Pat Mahomes' age? Maybe a little Pat Mahomes is a year younger than me. So there you go. <laughs> it's like Ben versus Chase. <laughs> I just picked a Super Bowl where we're dueling. Yeah, look at us. Except Josh – or Pat Mahomes is like 6'3 and – you know, yeah, it's small yeah, yeah. as crap. In commercials. All right, let's get to some more, probably some more founded predictions. So, uh, Super Bowl halftime show is um, Dr. Dre, Snoop Dogg, Eminem, and Kendrick Lamar, and Mary J. Blige. Well, who was the first one? Dr. Dr. Dre, Snoop Whoa. Dogg. Holy Whoa. moly. Eminem I like and Ken- Kendrick Lamar and Mary J. Blige. Oh, shoot. Uh, who's who? <laughs> a, who a who's who of Turn the Channel. <laughs> I'm gonna heat up this cheese have they dip. Done a, have they done rappers? I'll be right the, back. I yeah. gotta make some more cheese dip. Oh man, I've got a great recommend. By the way, hurry up with your predictions. Okay, okay, okay. Uh, so uh, so uh, this year, you know, as a Saints fan, first time they were not in the playoffs in a while. Kind of a disappointing year. Then, then uh, I was pulling for the Cowboys and also the Cardinals. They're both out, so I'm just kind of like, yeah. You know how to pick a winner. Yeah. <laughs> really, really <laughs> dropped the ball this year. <laughs> um, but 
I just think as far as uh, winning the whole thing, I just think it's too hard to win a Super Bowl two years in a row. So I'm counting the Bucks out, plus they have a ton of injuries. So I think they're going to lose. Um, I really, really think the 49ers are going to beat the Packers this week. I think the 49ers are peaking at the right time. I don't think the Packers' defense is very good. I think the 49ers' offense and defense are both very, very good. Um, so I'm picking the 49ers to win this week. Um, I am picking the Titans to win. Um, and in the uh, Chiefs-Bills uh, game, that's tough, but I think the Bills are going to pull it out this this week. Um, I think this tough. is the year. I I'm think the, this, I'm the lone ranger with the Chiefs here, right? I think this is the year the Chiefs uh, don't make it to the Super Bowl. Um, they just hadn't looked the same this year, and uh, they've been getting some momentum. Uh, they look better this past week, but I think the the Bills um, are going to have their numbers this number this year. And I'm going to go with the. Uh, gosh, I'm going to. It's really hard. You know, everybody's overlooking the Titans, even though they're number one seed, but they got Derrick Henry back. They got a really good defense. I'm going to pick the Titans to go to the Super Bowl this year. I'm going with the Nashville team. And uh, then, that Derrick Henry point is a really good one. He hasn't yeah. been there since like September. He's rested up. He's going to be ready to go. He's going to be <clears throat> stiff arming guys into the second row. Um, <laughs> uh, and so uh, I'm, I'm going with the, uh, the Rams um, to beat the, uh, the Bucks, like I said. Mm-hmm. And I'm going with the 49ers and the Rams in the NFC Championship game. And I think I think the Rams are going to pull that one out. I'm going to pull for Cam Akers because he's a local guy. He's, yeah, yeah, He's back. Um, so it's going to, I'm going with the Rams, Titans, Super Bowl. Wasn't that that was round that, two? Kurt yeah, Warner. That was, yeah, that was uh, the the Titans came up a one yard short. So I'm going to I'm going to go with the uh, the Titans to win mm, this time. God, it was heartbreaking. Yeah, it was. That. Yeah. Um, so, anyways, yeah, Titans, uh, Rams, Super Bowl, not the most exciting, not the big names that everybody's hoping for. Oh, but wait, that's kind of poetic because, like, didn't the um, didn't the Rams Titans wasn't that the last was that the last Super Bowl before the Brady dominance started? Probably, started? yeah, because uh, the, the it's either that or the yeah, Bucks and the Raiders. it was oh yeah. A fitting uh, bookend of yeah. Brady's career because, uh, yeah, that was the year Tragedy before. on both ends. <laughs> <laughs> Shut out by the Rams Because and Tom uh, Tom Brady's first Super Bowl win was against the Rams. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Back in 80. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think it was a black and white uh Black and white uh, game. Yeah, it was really it's nice. NFL films. Yeah. All right, so we, we all made different predictions, right? So yeah, odds are somebody's going to be right. Or so somebody. Bills, We're all Bucks, be and Titans. Titans, yeah. yeah. Uh, that's kind of an interesting pick. Yeah. Be interesting if I'm the one that's right. Yeah. Man, As I have been be in the shocked. past. As you were last year. <laughs> yeah, that's right. All right, we got to zoom into these recommends. Sure. You guys got something ready to go? I do. I was telling Chase earlier, um, I read Dave Grohl's uh, autobiography. It's called Dave Grohl, a Storyteller. Oh, I've seen that on Audible. Oh, it was so good. Yeah. It was so good. I really Does liked he read it on Audible? I don't know. I, I, I he probably it, does. But, yeah. um, Seems he, to be the way. He's, uh, you know, I think um, musicians have gotten kind of this, um, in these tell-all books, it's all like about sex, drugs, and rock and roll and all this type of stuff. Mm. And I think that's kind of what you paint people in. And his doesn't seem to be like that at all. Um, he seemed really grounded, down to earth, um, not overly full of himself. Really, just kind of in awe and of the life that he's led and the success that he's had, um, and just realizing, you know, how fortunate he is. Um, I really liked it. It was really, really good. Um, he does narrate it, by the way. He does. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I bet that's good. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, I've I've watched some documentaries recently on Nirvana and 
kind of watch them. And so it was interesting to hear his take on the whole thing and um, just kind of, I mean, it's, it's mind boggling the, the amount of success he's had and the places he's been and um, how he's still able to um, keep a good head on his shoulders. Not many so. people blow up with two bands. Yeah. It's usually like a, a side act that goes awry after you have your, your deal with the stones or something. Oh, definitely. Yeah. I've got a recommend that's very similar. Okay. This will be quick. I have to thank my mom for this recommend. Shout out to my mom, yeah, Linda. Ms. Derek. Yeah, I have to give her a lot, a lot of credit for bringing me into this world. Yeah. The rest is on me. Um, so, on me. Yeah. Um, my mom showed me this device, and it, when I first saw it, I was like, who would ever need that? But stay with me on this, okay? okay. I'm going to recommend rolling into this point of the, of the football season a mini crock pot. Oh, M-I-N-I crock pot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It allows not not many mouse, <laughs> yeah, not, many, not okay. and not M A N Y, not like many crocodiles. Oh, many South. as in small, mini. Okay? Yeah, getting back to cheese dip. So let's all just acknowledge that ninety percent of the population has absolutely zero discipline when it comes to consuming cheese dip, especially okay? on the Super Bowl. Yeah, if it's there, you're going to eat it. Right. Okay. This little crock pot allows you to partake in the things that are bad for you at a reasonable level mm. because eventually more quickly than one of those larger crock pots, the dish is going to be over. Right? So if you're into mm. the cocktail weenies, that, that's great. If you're into the cheese dip with or without sausage, who eats it without sausage? But if that's your thing, you're going to get to the bottom of that pretty quickly. And there's probably going to be a really intense workout both before and after the Super Bowl because that's how Hunter operates because mm. he knows we're over-consuming calories. Yeah. You could probably handle that deficit much faster if you just got a mini crock pot. Oh, then you, wouldn't, you don't have to do one of the workouts. <laughs> exactly. You could skip one if that's your goal. Smart. Goals. I yeah. I don't even know how much they cost because I just bought it blind. I'm like, all right, here we go. Let's <laughs> let's give this a shot. Oh. And it has been very beneficial in the Derek household. You should give it a try. Thanks. <laughs> all right. Is that a little underwhelming? No, I don't no, think no. yeah, it's fine. <laughs> if it made you proud, then it was good. Sure, yeah. Okay. We should end this. Oh, okay. Silky smooth sounds.